I said that right. Yep, you did. I did. Okay, I did. All right, thank you. Uh, I'm here with Chris Tucker and Zeb Weaver, and Emily is running for Ward 2 in Winchester, correct? Yep, for City Council. For City Council. Yes, that's great. And Emily, uh, we appreciate you being on. And, you know, you take the floor, just let us know what, you know, you're all about your background and what you're willing to bring to the table for Winchester. Yeah. um, So my background, I ended up in Winchester because I got a teaching job at Daniel Morgan. Um, And when I first got down here, I said, you know, it'll just be for a year. I'll try it out. I could always go home. Um, I'm from Northeast Philadelphia. Um, But after my first year here, I said, my goodness, why would I leave? I love Winchester. Um, I got involved in coaching basketball at Hanley. I've coached cross country. Now I coach over at Millbrook. Um, And I just got really involved with the community. I did the little libraries um, and I loved the community here. And then when I got asked um, by Tim Mondell, who's a football coach over at uh, Daniel Morgan, if I would run for city council, at first I was like, absolutely not. I don't want the students to know politically anything that I would think because, you know, that's that would come in contact with my job. Um, But then he said, you know what, you don't you can leave politics out of this and you can just run for the community and just focus on the local issues that are important in our neighborhoods. And that's what I've done. I've just gone door to door and asked people what they cared about and what they need from their local elected representatives. And that's kind of what I've built my campaign around is, you know, making our streets safe, um, coming up with some opportunities locally um, for literacy and different things for kids. And a big issue has been housing and making sure that everybody has, you know, opportunities here for housing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it because uh, what Chris and I also, we grew up on the North thing because that's where War two, 2 is. And one of the big issues is what Friendship Park has always been a big one that's come up. And I think what they they were planning on or proposed a community center there, but turned it down. Yeah, they if did. I'm correct. Yeah, you're right. They proposed a community mm-hmm. center. And then as soon as they added a pool to the proposal, city council shot it down. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. Because uh, that had come up before too. Speaking of pools, because don't they want to add more pools or something to the community? Because it, it has to tie in with like the schools with swimming teams and yeah. so because they say the Winchester Park, that's the only place they can go to compete. Yeah. So that's crazy to me. They turned it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see yeah. the two for two signs around the community? What signs are they? Two for two. I don't think I've seen those. 
Um, so they're like white signs and they just say two for two. And what they're mm-hmm. doing is that's a group of local educators like Miss Lee. Um, and they're trying to get two pools and two um, ice rinks. There's a sign for the aquatic center and they have some land out in, uh, I think, Middletown that, but they wanted originally for it to be in Winchester and they proposed it Mm -hmm. here. So that was a big thing Mm -hmm. um, and they're pushing for that. So I volunteer with them and on the 29th of October, they're going to have two world records to raise money for it because they don't want to tax the citizens to make this happen. Yeah, so to raise money, yeah, because I, I think a few months ago, I might have seen something about that. They got a page, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. A, a Facebook page, because I think I saw that and I started following it. But yeah, it's a, yeah, friendship. Chris and Zeb, we always bring that up because it looks the same. Yeah. Except, well, it probably looks worse. It looks a lot we worse. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Chris. I know you love talking about it. Yeah, it looks a lot worse. Trees yeah, in the it's just sad. It's not even open. They want to call it like what wetlands or you know, oh we planted trees a wetland yeah a wetland <laughs> or something like what the hell does that even mean like yeah what are kids gonna do go in there and find snakes <laughs> my opponent my opponent cites that as one of his big accomplishments was planting trees <laughs> in Friendship Park like we didn't need more trees we needed lights maybe a walking path you that would be a cool spot for a disc golf course even if you didn't want to go forward with a community center there is so much you can do and that basketball court is i mean i hear it looks the same as it did 20 years ago yeah yeah well there's trees uh, growing there's trees growing through the cracks and the in the pavement yeah and there's a trash can there that's just like overflowing all the time Yeah, yeah, Zeb, remember me and you took our boys over there when Andrew <laughs> Mudd actually had his event, right? Yeah. Uh, one of his events. And we would say, like, oh, let's walk over there with our boys. They wanted to shoot. They knew the court was over there. And we go over there and there's, remember that huge tree that's there, like it's coconut size. Yeah, there's coconut know, size. Fruits. They fall off the tree. I'm like, this is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If they hit you, I'm the like, head. let's go. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Land on one of these kids' heads and knock them out. But yeah, it, Something needs to be done, but I know another thing came up, you know, from talking to Chris Higgs, who we've had on previously because he's with Park and Rec. We mentioned friendship and stuff, and he said because they're also saying they don't want to redo the basketball course because the school's right there, you know, Virginia Avenue, because then you have – they already have basketball course. And I'm like, you know – Yeah, but so they the kids that go to school ride. there, when it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday and Wednesday, you can't be on that property just playing as a grown man yeah. or woman. That's true. So you, need exactly. to have, yeah. you need to have natural parks for people that want to be able to do those kind of activities. Yep. Yeah. Chris, that's a very that's a very good point because yeah, you go to the civics. Adults love playing basketball. They do it as recreation. Just you know, in general, that, tennis and everything. Very, it's you, not just for kids. You can't use an excuse of because there's a school nearby that we won't need to build these parks up. We we'll just let them go to waste. That that's a poor excuse because people need to, in general, one of the main reasons we all know that we go to physical education and have gym classes because you need to stay active throughout your whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're taking these things away then um, that's even more of an excuse for people, even though it's a poor excuse. Then again, it's still an excuse for people like, well, I'm out of shape. There's nowhere for me to play and, and be active. Yeah. And, and that's I mean, how it would go. And they'd be like, well, there's a school playground. Yeah. What grown person is going to be over there where there's kindergartners and not be looked at kind of funny? 
<laughs> and they're putting yeah. townhomes at the old WINC, the radio station property. That's, that's what they're going to do with it? I think it's it's apartments or townhomes. Um, but that's really close to the school, really close to Friendship Park. So you're going to have it's a right higher there. density residence, residence right there and no place for them to go. Yeah, they we need. Where's the YMCA and everything at? That's what we've been saying since I moved here. Uh, my fiance and I are like, this is a perfect spot for YMCA. But the YDC is great. It's just so far. Yes. Well, they can keep the YDC over there, but you can have YMCA easily. Yeah. I mean that, that yeah. and that has swimming also, Tony. So you can have all kinds of things included with the YMCA. Oh yeah. Yeah, this side well, of town needs it. Well, yeah, the, yeah, War Two has well, really nothing. I think Chris, growing up, I don't think it really had anything us going. Well, the teen center. No, yeah, we played outside all the time. The teen center's in Jim Barnett Park. Everybody used that. Yeah, that's technically <laughs> Ward Three. It's not like very that's far really- from where I live, but there's some people in the ward that that's not going to be very accessible to. Mm, there's Frederick you- Douglas Park. That's in the ward. Uh huh. Now they've they've done some things to Douglas Park. Yeah. You know, they've you know they've they, they've fixed that up some. You know they the court could probably way. the court the court still looks the same, but I mean it's not like it's really beat up, but it's, it's still the same. The hoops and everything else are all the same. Yeah. No, it's not bad. But it could be. Well, I mean, what are they doing to that now? You said what? It's all—it's going to be school offices or something at the school now. Yeah, that'll be the what? school board office. And so, one mm. thing that I've done with my campaign is, if you know that little, um, there's Watson Street, and then behind it, there's Ohio Ave. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I knock doors on Watson Street, a lot of them complains that some of those businesses that were vacant on Ohio Ave had just let that street kind of degenerate and there was trash and weeds growing. Um, so I got oh. on the city to come out and clean it up, but it took like several emails. And finally, I had to email the superintendent and say, look, you guys are bragging about this new school board office. And this is going to be like the pride and joy of WPS. But Right across the street, the city won't come out and clean out one of the streets. Um, so finally, they sent a crew out and took care of Ohio Ave. So at least, like, even if I don't get elected, we've gone around and done some things. We've got Ohio Ave. Mm-hmm. Up. We got parking spots on East Piccadilly for some of the residents who are handicapped. I'm still waiting on some children at play signs. I don't know why it's so hard to get out here, but trying to get things done. Yes. Yeah, the, the kids' signs are so hard to get for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. That should be the easiest <laughs> one, but. Yeah. but residents have to get them themselves. They have to go to Walmart and buy them themselves, the children at play signs, <laughs> right, Phil? We have to get, get them for our kids. The city won't get them for it. See, Emily, that's something you got to take care of. We want a damn sign for our kids. You bring it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've had Elias on it. And Elias is not even the school board rep for this ward, but he's just mm. somebody who cares. And I think that yeah. that's a big issue is the people that are there, you know, maybe they're busy, whatever it may be, but you have to care enough to, you know, follow up and to get these things done because the city's not going to just come out and do it on the first try. Oh, oh no. You know that, but uh, also, uh, what was another issue? Uh, you said the rain tax, 
like was another another big one that's been thrown around for the citizens so could you explain that to people that don't understand what the rain tax is and i'm sure a lot of people like rain tax what the hell rain tax what is that Technically, it's a stormwater utility. That's what it's going to be called, but you can call it whatever you want. It's an additional fee that's going to be added onto your water bill, depending on what your newly elected counselors vote in January. And that fee is going to be based on the impermeable surface on your plot. So the footprint of your house, I know I have a driveway, that'll be part of it. They're going to tally up those square footage and they're going to come up with a number per square feet that you owe on your water bill. And your water bill on top of that is already going up. If you've noticed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to hit the second ward really hard. When you think about the number of people we have on fixed incomes, especially we have a lot of seniors in our ward, I just I I can't imagine how they can add another tax right now. I know that they need to do something because the city floods. Um, but if you look out in Nova, a lot of those localities get grants through the EPA and they've applied for assistance from the government. But if you ask downtown anybody in our city offices, they say like Winchester just doesn't qualify. We we just haven't had any luck with that. Like that can't be the answer. You have to keep trying before you tax your residents. So, mm-hmm. well, I know on because uh, I have a few friends that live on Woodstock Lane because that's Ward Two, right? As well, it's not. It's three. Well, three, but oh man, well, some of it, it is like it floods so bad mm-hmm. down like i mean it looks like the water just comes right up to their you know to their house and then it could just be a simple rainstorm just no drainage because everybody like complained and complained to the city it's just like they don't do nothing they mm-hmm. don't care you know you send pictures and it's just like a pond in front of their yards it's well. just it's sad. Like, and even worse, they've decided that the solution is to put a drainage basin on North Kent. So there's this little vacant lot on North Kent Street, and they've plotted that out to be just a, a drainage basin for all the extra water in the city. I mean, we can all put two and two together. They're going to put it on Kent Street because they don't, the city does not care about that area. So thank, thank you. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's obvious. We talk about that all the time, you know, and it, it, it's sad. But, yeah, but it's, Chris- it's time. And if people come out and vote, then we can at least start. To ha- I'm just one person. I'm not saying that, you know, by myself, things are going to change, but at least I can be the one person that's a thorn in their side and makes them hear it. Because I know for our school staff, another big issue was they were supposed to get a raise back in May. And city council unanimously all said, we care about our school staff, but no. Um, And it would have said a lot as I'm a teacher and it would have said a lot to me, even if one person had the the guts to say, you know what, even if this doesn't pass without my vote, I'm still going to vote with the teachers. So I I feel like I'm going (laughs) to. maybe be in a little bit of trouble down there in city council, but I'm going to vote the morally right thing, even if I'm the only mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Which you should. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like everybody should. 
Uh, yeah, like, I don't think a lot of them lose that when they go down there. They feel like they're some sort of leader or powerful. Like I'm a teacher and I need to set an example for the kids that I work with that you do the right mm. thing, even if it's not easy or even if you're the only one. Yep, exactly right. Well, my, my dad was a teacher and before he retired, he worked for the Frederick County School Board. And, and it was a struggle because Loudoun County pays so much more. They would lose so many prospects, I guess, to the Loudoun County school system. Yeah, yeah I, I taught in yeah. Loudoun for two years. Um, you know, I couldn't resist. I'm a young person. Um, but I like being a part of the community. I like to coach. Um, and I made the decision to take it's about a $20,000 pay cut to come back to Frederick County Schools. And I said, there's got to be like a reason why I'm going to do this. Like, I don't I don't know why. But as soon as I signed the contract to come back to Frederick County, that's when Mr. Mondell asked me to run. And it kind of just felt like fateful. Like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is why I'm coming back. But I like, to I'm glad to be back here. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Mondell. He's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know. I couldn't say no yeah. to him. I wish he had won two years ago because he would have been phenomenal for our community. But. At least I have his guidance, him and Elias, kind of to help me out with this. And shout out to Elias, too. That's Chris's boy. That's his brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Wallace. No, huh? I said Mr. Wallace. Yeah, Mr. Wallace. But uh, also, what else is Fred? What other parks is in war, too? Because that's the only one I get is friendship. Friendship and Frederick Douglas, those are the big two parks, right? There's not like any little ones they consider like, oh, this is a wetland. (laughs) Yeah, because up here, well, yeah, for example, because I'm in Ward (laughs) 4 now, you know, about Frederick Douglas. So there's, there is like they call it a wetland or whatever they call it, and it's right beside Frederick Douglas. It's a line of trees. I guess, like you say, Emily, they plant trees, which is fine. You know, it's fine plant trees. We need trees, but it's like, in between Frederick Douglass, the side of it, and the houses there on Cedarmead, because I looked on the map, and that's considered part of the park because it's like their wetland or something. Well, that like, park okay. street from the police station, I think that's Ward Two. Then, yep. yeah, that is one. Um, and I'm it's gonna little, find... but it's well kept up with, obviously, from Timbrook. the location. Yeah, oh, which one is it? I missed. Which one is it? Inbrook Park, right across from the police station. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that one's really kept up. Yeah, and there's a new little library there. That's really Mm. nice. Nice. Yeah, that one's kept up. But what we've talked about is what everybody needs to do, what starts locally, right? You know, everybody needs to step up. Like, Emily, when we were talking, you know, everybody talks and complains, but you know, like you say, you go door to door, which is great because I love when I see people go door to door and talk to everybody and they'll, you know, voice their opinions and what needs to be done. But then it's like, all right, well, then go out and do something. You know, it's like, yeah, I come to you and you say this, but then take action. It's like, first and foremost, go vote. You know, that's where it starts too. You know, but then nobody will vote for anybody. Yeah. So that's, that's what I people it's like you got to take action just stop basically sit back stop sitting back and bitching take action do something so yeah 
like you say, you got great opinions or ideas from people going out, but hey, it's on us as a community too. You got to step up and take action too. If you want stuff done to the parks or your neighborhood and everything, you know, around your community. Yeah. You're only one person, Emily. You can't do it all yourself. That's for real. But I have really good people around me. And I think that's why I've been this successful. Beyond Elias, I have um Miss Lee, Shelly Lee. Um, and she's, yeah, she's amazing. Shout out yeah. to Miss Lee. Oh my gosh. So when I knocked doors, she was at, she was at the football game yesterday. I I'm saw sure. her. Yes. She so like I'm yep. pretty private. Like I don't like going onto somebody's yard, you know, bothering them. Miss Lee, when she knocked doors with me, she went. She would get out of her car if she saw somebody walking across the street, and she'd be like, "How are your kids?" And she'd give them my info. So she was great. Um, but I'm gonna have a get together at T Bones on Tuesday night, um, seven p.m. Uh, yep. And Miss mm-hmm. Sloan is helping me organize that. Yeah, you guys should go and show your support. Yeah. Come on out, yeah, we'll- Chick-fil-A. You can grill me with questions. I'm ready. Yeah, I love yeah. that. You see that confidence? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm ready. Yeah, yep. I've had yeah. a couple couple get-togethers now, on, so I've gotten used to it. Um, but this will be the last big one until the election. But I'll be at Hoodlove's um, Trunk or Treat. Nice. Oh, yeah. Around. yeah we'll I'll, be, I'll be, be there with my kids. Yep. Nice. Yep. So how can people so come out and support you individually and then as uh, for the nomination and everything that's coming up to get you in office or get you to the, you know, to the city council? Yeah, if they have questions, they can reach out to me um, online. They can come to those events that I just mentioned. But the real big thing is voting. Um, everything that I've done up till this point, it doesn't matter if people don't vote. Um, and Winchester elections are historically very, very close. Many of them, um, Les Feach came down to one vote. Judy McKiernan won by three votes. Um, so we've got to show up at the polls. That's the big thing. Yeah. Man. See, what's there the goes, date, Tony, what's the, the date for everybody to come out and vote? Now? Yeah, you can vote well, now um, yeah, at the registrar's office. November. Yeah, well, it closes the 8th, right? That's yeah, no- a- November 8th. November 8th is election day. Um, but if you guys work on throughout the week and that doesn't work for you, November 5th is a Saturday and the registrar's office will be open with extended hours for you to vote on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so there's November. no excuse, at, at least even if it's not for me. I mean, get out there and vote at, that's so that you have a say, but hopefully it's for me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we're I'm I mean, I keep it's known from everybody. I well Chris and Devin, we just vote for the right person. Because Chris will tell you too, it's like he we we don't see that, you know, red, blue, all that. Just vote for the right person. That's it. Yeah. We don't believe in that Democrat, Republican. We've always preached on here like, you know, just vote for the right person. Just feel do your research. Regardless of party affiliation, you know, because you know, I always say that it's like some people just they're raised that way. They're just like, oh, I'm just gonna vote for them because my parents are Republican or they're Democrat. It's like, well, why? Just, yeah. just vote for the right person. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. people just don't do their research or anything or listen to anybody. They'll just you. You see what I'm getting at? It's just like, oh, well, yeah. they are. I'll just. just and there- 
on the ballot, there's no R or D next to our names. You're just, you're voting for Emily or my opponent. And when we go down to city hall, we're not voting on those big national issues. We're voting on stop signs, trees, Mm -hmm. the rules for the downtown walking mall Mm -hmm. is coming up. I mean, it's local issues. So who, who do you think is going to take care of them? Yeah, and that's, that's the, main the most thing important. Too, like you Locally, so it, Tony, it you got to help get out there and, and help support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zeb, Zeb, you so get the boys out there and help. Oh yeah. Well, I yeah. I live in Ward Two. Yeah, you live in that's Ward Two. Still, reason. that's right. You are, you do you tell Emily where you live? He lives on Gibbon Street. Yeah, North right Cameron there. Street. You got to fix all that up. What is their plan oh, with all that? Storage? What do they do with all the Apple storage and that anymore? I don't even pay attention. Zero pack. Really. Zero pack. So zero yes. pack is uh, it's a development in the works, but is it that? That's a huge question. Because yeah, I like it's to know been what there they forever. That. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a eyesore just driving it. I mean, just sitting. Because <laughs> remember when we were kids, it was actually functioning. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, and apples and it was actually lively. Now it's just yeah, yep. nothing. Just <laughs> you know, I hear well, what are they doing? Oh, I think they store stuff in there. <laughs> they they have some sort of development that they're working on in there, but it is going very slow. Yes. I, I'd say <laughs> I'd say it's going very slow on 30 years. <laughs> But yeah, that's definitely yeah. It needs something needs to be done there. I mean that I've, we've talked about that'd be a great place for like a community that you know right there. Yeah, like, that's a prime spot for. A I, I think it's. Well, I think it's just a huge job to tear that building down. Yeah, it is. I'm sure it'd be it's a, a lot big. Of- it'd be a massive construction project just getting that building out. Well, and that's why they've got to like restore what they've got and make it match our neighborhoods. A big um, plan that they're talking about now, you know, that dead space between Virginia Ave and National, the Smaltz Florist property? Oh, yeah. They're going to develop 57 apartments in there and outlet them to National Ave and Virginia avenue so when they develop these things you can't just like pack it all in wherever yeah. you fit. like these are established yeah. neighborhoods people's homes um so they've got to make it match so if they're going to redo that zero pack i think they're trying to preserve the building and f- like use it in a way from what i understood when i talked to them about it and that might be why it takes so long but I- i'm worried about what they're talking about at that small property that's too many homes and our fire department is only half staffed and so you want to pack in a high density residence right like that just doesn't make any sense to me oh yeah you're right and that that intersection there where the post office is it's always so backed up and congested it'll be it'll be a hundred times worse if they do that yep that intersection is where i met my fiance this dog all over him like hey can you hold this dog (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh my god who is this guy um yeah but no you're right it's always crowded out there yeah well that's a you brought up the fire department so how you all deal with that too yep. like the so, fire, so 
Well, Elias used to be there for a long time. He still is. He's at Friendship. Yeah, he's still there. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. the city council determines the staffing ratio for fi- for the fire department. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm not an expert on any of that. Right. I'm a teacher. But mm-hmm. the fire department has kind of like their OSHA code. It's called the NFPA 1710. That's their code. And that determines the real staffing that they need. So city council has set Winchester staffing at half of what the NFPA 1710 code is. So when council goes, yay, our fire department's fully staffed, they're actually half staffed. So they're creating this false sense of security. Um, And the fire department, they showed me around and they talked about some of the historic fires. And they said, you know, if that happened today, those apartments would burn to the ground because we don't have volunteers. You know, think about it. People don't volunteer like they used to. Elias is kind of rare in that respect. Um, And they don't have the number of, they used to have just one guy running the fire, the entire fire truck. He would drive it there, hook it up and put out the fire by himself. And now they have two. And that still doesn't make you feel safe. And when you think about your insurance, you pay higher insurance because our fire department is understaffed. So we're paying yeah. it one way or another. Wow. That's I'm glad met up. I didn't know wild. that. I know. I, I didn't either. The whole tour, I just stood there like, oh, my God. I, I remember talking about that with the lies and knowing he was there. And they've always been understaffed. And that, that that's crazy. I did not. Wow. In January, your new council votes on collective bargaining for the fire department. And that's typically something that I guess my party wouldn't vote in favor of. But like you have to overlook that we need it. I'm going to go for it. If you elect me, I'm going to have the fire department have a seat at the table so they can tell us what they need. Yeah, that's definitely a major issue right there. Top Mm -hmm. of the list. Yeah. And especially like you say, all this stuff they're building now in Winchester, these jeez. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, they just have one person go and put the fire out. <laughs> one truck. Tony, you could go and volunteer over there, though. At the fire hall, you know they can still take volunteers. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you see me dragging a hose. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm you think about it. Like Andrew and Elijah, those guys could help you get acquainted with it. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It sounds like but, they uh, need help. Let's go, Zim. Let's go. They need help. They're the whole fire hydrant himself. That's that's <laughs> scary. It's scary <laughs> that we're short staffed like that. Mm-hmm. It is. Though, so, yeah, seriously, it is. Yeah. I'm glad we hit on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, that's one thing I did not know until I took a tour with them. And like I said, the whole time I was just like shocked. They kept going, do you have any questions? And I was like, I have so many questions, but I can't even digest this information. Because, you know, you, you go to bed at night and you're like, I'm safe. I got the fire department's foot right up the road. But not if it's just one or two guys that are in charge of everything. Yep. And then a lot of them, you know, they get stuck on emergency calls, too. So we ask a lot of those men and women. Um, and when you talk to them, all they want are better benefits um, and safe staffing. That, and I don't think that's too much to give. So, Right. It's not too much to ask to save lives. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. if they're risking their life for us, I, I think they deserve a seat at the table. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. So, Emily, do you have any other pressing issues? I can't think of nothing right now where we hit the parks and then the fire department came up. Yeah, those are the big ones. We talked about the rain tax. I think the biggest issue, there's 16 days till the election. And if people have questions, hopefully I'll share out my information with y'all and they can Mm -hmm. reach out to me. But the big thing is that they come vote. Yeah, definitely share your information because I'll have that up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be nice to do that for you, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, we enjoyed having you on. This this was fun. And yeah, I know that we got much. we got to get out there. Like I say, everybody go vote. Chris, go vote. Everybody vote. Yeah, Chris now like we can finally hear Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i will definitely get out there and vote i mean i'm not war two but i'll definitely get out there and vote everybody you know this is emily DeAngelis. thank you for being on we appreciate it and good luck to you have a good feeling you'll pull it off yeah 16 days away yeah yeah 16 days so you'll be all right i think a lot of people got your back so i think yeah so yeah, it was it was fun. You hit on a lot of things, and hopefully people listen to our, you know, check out the show, and it'll be fun. You you'll be all right, and we'll see you at Hood Love Trunk or Treat. That's the up, next upcoming thing, yep. and we'll yep. definitely see you there. And I say, right. good luck. All right. All right. So Thank you. A lot, and have a great evening. You too. Yeah, definitely. Wish you the best. You got this. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you right. Emily. Thank you. All right, everyone. There we go. That was Emily DeAngelis of War 2. And she's running for, you know, to represent the district over there. And, hey, very excited to have her on this week. So, everyone, yeah, go out, vote. So, you know, we're non-biased on here. Yeah, we don't believe in Republican, Democrat, just voting for the right person. And we feel, Emily, hey, She's probably the right person to vote for. I've done my research, and I feel go vote for her. I can't. I'm in Ward 4. But, uh, hey, go out there and vote, everybody. Do your research and vote for the right person. We say it starts locally, you know, at the bottom, and you got to do the right thing and start locally, everybody. You know, a lot of people don't want to vote locally. They just go straight to the president and everything else. But, everybody, it starts at the bottom. So, That'll do it for Brothers with Opinions, BWO, me, Chris, and Zeb. So next week we'll be, we'll have Jason on, my brother again, and we're going to talk about epilepsy. You know, I'm epileptic and I know everyone, I've totally forgot, you know, I mentioned I'm going to have surgery, but that's been postponed. They canceled it last minute, but, you know, it's it's going to happen. But, um, yeah, so that'll do it for us. And, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and also Twitter. Also, like I say, we've got a nice website of brotherswithopinions.com. So give us feedback. Anything, you know, you guys want to be a guest. You know, we got people across the world. Anybody just want to be on and talk. 
All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Peace. Brothers with opinions, big voice, no silence. Revolution televised, ain't no good in private. Not knowledge to the ignorant, ain't never been bliss. Stand up and be heard, we the new activists. Yeah, brothers with opinion, let the convo begin. You know communication key, but then you must comprehend. Preach, BWO, let your voices be heard. We enlightened by the truth, and now we spreading the word. How do we learn to live when we conditioned to die? Most people fail before they start because they don't ever try. Man, they told us we was worthless. We believed in the lie. We took it way too literal when big said ready to die. You know the KKK turned the cops in disguise. Man, a lot done changed, but race still applies. Five old hands up, don't even ask why. Trayvon, Mike Brown, man, another mother's cry. Hey, BWO.